Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome back to Reality Water Cooler. I am Sarah from Texas, and this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV gossip. Jeff Lewis, Jeff Lewis extended. Oh my gosh, day two, and I still said the name right. Oh my gosh, it's got to sink in that it's not called Jeff Lewis Live After Show anymore. I mean, I guess it's called extended because he is staying on more. So I guess it makes sense. I like yesterday he stayed on the entire hour. Today he stayed on till the last or this right before the second commercial break, I think. So anyways, I hope you're doing well. I hope y'all are having great weather. I hope LA is getting better. Um, I saw that the mudslides and all of that are really in full effect now for some areas. So I'm so sorry for everything that's going on. I know that snowstorms are also going on and, you know, all sorts of things. So I just hope everyone is staying safe and doing well. Hello, everybody. London, Maybu, shout out everybody. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining live. Okay. Oh, thank you. Hot pink is my color. So if you saw my Instagram stories, I have a Galentine's party to go to tonight. So if you've never heard of that, uh, I think it's probably only the second or third one I've ever been to in my life. It's kind of a thing, I guess, but like, I don't know, the last one was probably eight years ago. I don't even know when it was. Uh, but anyways, it's where girls get together. It's not a date night type of thing. And it could be single women, married women, moms, non-mom, anybody, just friends. And tonight's theme is, or is there a theme? We bring an appetizer. We could bring a salty or sweet or whatever. So I'm bringing a boiled shrimp appetizer that I picked up at Costco quickly. And then we had to bring 20 items either for a, they had to be a dollar or $5 each. So I was like, a dollar each is a lot. Like if you think, oh, marshmallows or a side, it was either for the hot cocoa bar or the cocktail bar. So anyways, I decided on these little miniature uh, strawberry lemonade vodkas to put in, I guess, cocktail drinks. So anyways, it will be fun though. But so I'm going to wear pink tonight. Uh, I have nothing red, nothing at all. I have a pair of red shorts that I got at Costco last summer that I wear with like a white top, but I have nothing red. I have some red heart earrings that I used to wear as a teacher and a PE coach um, with like cute t-shirt, you know, teachers wear all those cute like kindness matters, you know, you've got this, you know, all these positivity t-shirts. So on the holidays, I would have um, a seasonal t-shirt for the whole month. I'm mean, like Christmas, I had like 30 different Christmas shirts. Anyway, so I have these red heart earrings, but I don't think red and hot pink go together. But what the hell do I know, right? Oh, thank you for giving me a super sticker, Roro. I appreciate it. Um, ooh, Kathy just got her back. Y'all are talking about chiropractor stuff. Darla, I just got my back adjusted. I'm sorry your back hurts. Sending healing vibes. Yes, healing vibes your way. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit of 90 Day Fiance. So season 10 is some new people, I think. And I can't really say I'm that into them, to be honest with you. I mean, they're interesting. But the OGs, Gino, the guy that cannot go anywhere, even he sleeps in a hat because he's balding and he doesn't like the look. I think he's an attractive dude. Uh, and then Jasmine. Jasmine has had the biggest glow up on Gino's dime. I think she was a teacher in her country, but somehow, y'all remember this? They've had so many big fights. 
Gino sent some booby pictures of Jasmine kind of bragging to his ex-girlfriend or ex-wife. I can't remember which one. That girl ended up sending those to like her school district, at least according to Jasmine, and she apparently got fired. Now, I don't know how all that works, but if you weren't the one that sent the pictures, you were actually the victim of that. Why did she end up getting fired? But it could have just been the last straw. It could have been they had a rule against being on a reality team. I mean, I don't know what any of the rules were, or what any of the drama was about that. But it seems like she is finally living in the U.S. with Gino in Michigan. They go wedding dress shopping together. Not because she wanted to. She made it very clear in her confessional. <laughs> I have no one to go with. Uh, he needs to drive me. I have no one to drive. I can't drive myself. And he's the one that holds the credit card. So of course he has to come wedding dress shopping with me. I mean, and that's how you're going to enter this marriage. Okay. This is going to go so well, right y'all? Oh my gosh. So she wanted a black dress. She walks in and sees all the beautiful white wedding gowns. And he had a thousand dollar budget. Ends up settling on a beautiful dress. I mean. If you want to see what I, okay, I can't think of beautiful boobs without also thinking of, of, of my friend Tiffany with the most beautiful boobs. Shout out if you're in here, chump Tiffany. Um, but also Jasmine's boobies. I mean, so pretty. And in this wedding gowns that she tried on, they were so pretty. So she ends up with this tooth that they give her a deal on like a, not what's it called? Like a store, not a store special. What do you call it? The the one you try on, whatever you call that. They end up giving her a deal for this $2,000 floor sample. That's what it's called. Um, So it looks like, I don't know if next week is the finale. It was episode 16. It is two hours long, y'all. I mean, TLC really can edit some content down. I mean, they really require a lot of us. And I end up deleting all of these more to love pillow talks before the scenes be after the, I mean I'm like good grief like it's so much to watch but I'm so addicted to 90 day fiance I can't even tell you this other young couple or she's young Sophie from like maybe London she's 23 she's with a guy named Rob and uh I think they're headed down the aisle soon too a lot of them seem to be obviously that's the point is they are headed down the aisle that's the point is to that they're at the point now on 90 day fiance to have this 90 days to get married. So all of the people on this show, let me think. Oh my God, there's so many dang couples. I don't know. Most of them are ones coming to the U.S. to live with their partner to get married. So this one is also, but now her mom's gotten involved and she sees the apartment that Rob lives in. It's in LA. It's like a community bathroom. It's almost like this inner, have y'all seen this? This, uh, this, outdoor courtyard that you walk across and then you go to the bathroom or shower. So if you've got to pee at like two in the morning, you've got to, you know, have, be dressed. You got to walk. I, I don't know. It, to me, that's worse than a dorm. At least a dorm is like an indoor hallway that you can freaking go to the bathroom for. Um, but anyways, on this next episode, it does look like Jasmine and Gina are going to finally get married. I don't know what's going to happen with Justin and Nikki. I think he's in Moldova, is that what you call it? Moldovia? It's the same country. This other guy that's married, and I think they now have two kids. They live in Florida, and the guy that loses his temper all the time, and the family doesn't really like him. I don't know. I also watched the latest Single Life, OG, Natalie, the one from Russia. No, not Russia, not Russia. She doesn't like that. Oh, shit. What's the country she says she's from? 
the Ukraine? Shit. I'm so bad with all that. I can't keep up where she's from. But anyways, her mom is in town. She was married to a guy named, still is married to a guy named Michael. And they are, I guess, in the process of divorcing. If I don't know what they're doing. Um, but she is just going to live her life. Like, I think she's just going to be on every single 90 day fiance that she can. Uh, another one, Tim and Veronica, they've been on so many, they are exes. They weren't even married biologically. I don't even think this daughter who's now like 16, Chloe is his biological daughter, but he's always been in her life. So he is absolutely, uh, co-parenting and raising this child together and very good friends. Now, she is trying to date a guy named Jamal, who is the the son of um, Kimberly, Kimberly, that almost married a guy. And that's already split up. They live in like San Diego. So now I think from these tell-alls, all of these people either get into fights or they go into drinks. They get to know each other on social media. So they align with each other. They kind of team up and fight against each other. They'll say things against each other. So clearly Jamal has ended up meeting this Veronica and they're going to try to date, but it's like San Diego to North Carolina. So I'm not really in like a 10 year age difference. So I'm not even sure how that's going to work out. But the fact that I'm obsessed, I mean, so Veronica and Tim go on a double date on the show last night and I don't know how long he's been dating, but he definitely has a type. She was very much, very similar to his ex, Veronica. He hasn't even kissed her. So apparently he's a germaphobe and he's like, I'm not going to be swapping spit with just anybody. And she's like, you're 43 years old. Like if you don't, if a date doesn't kiss me after a, you know, a date at night out, I think it's weird. So I don't know. I am fascinated by him always. He seems to have this gorgeous eyeliner on all the time. He's, he just, he fascinates me so much. Fascinates me. Um, oh, Texas. Yes. Oh, wait, Jamal is messy. I always felt he was really trying to protect his mom. Kimberly, how the, her ex-boyfriend said her name. That was Jamal messy. Do y'all follow them on social media? The way I need to follow like every single, but there's like 4 billion of them. I feel like everyone's been on 90 Day Fiance nowadays. <laughs> like if you haven't, if you're a reality person and haven't been on 90 Day Fiance, like are you even doing things right? I don't even know. Oh, that's sweet. Dar I haven't been on a first date in 24 years. On a first date, a kiss on the cheek is appropriate. I don't know. A kiss. I can, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think, gosh, you know who my husband would remember more than me. I'm trying to think if we actually kissed on our first date or not. Gosh, isn't that bad? I don't remember. It's 24 years. It's a long time ago. I know what we did on our first date. We went to a movie. We saw, uh, oh, geez, Louise, um, the shaky movie, the one that was it's got like a scary movie. It was, it was like a reality. It was kind of like a documentary, but it wasn't. Oh, geez, Louise. I can't say that. Um, Kathy says, I've been married 30 years. Congratulations. But I can say my husband kissed, kissed me, but not on the cheek. Oh, I love that. Um, okay. Andy Cohen this morning on Andy Cohen Live, about 16 minutes into the show, gave an update on Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
It really sounded like me. I made a video clip of it, but it sounded like to me, obviously he's sad. He didn't want to go into it too much because he's like, or yesterday, because he said yesterday was all about Candy Burris. And I wanted to give her the respect of, you know, her deciding to leave the show and all that. And he said, it's still about her. So I don't want to go into all the details. Yes. John Hill even asked, is Phaedra Parks returning? So he totally skipped over that, didn't answer, but he said something like her deciding to leave opens the doors for casting. So he's very excited. So obviously we know where Housewives of Atlanta is coming back. I almost wondered, like a lot of you did, does this mean Real Housewives of Atlanta will be on a, a, a wait for a while or if they'll recast? They're already recast. He already knows who's going to cast. Um I'm sort of wondering if Ken Zolciak, we know he's put the squash on Nene. I think that is long gone, but never say never, right? Kim Zolciak is also in the news because she is accusing her almost ex, Corey Bierman, of being the person that's leaking information to the press. So she wants to put like a confidentiality thing on her wedding because... On her divorce, not her wedding, on her divorce because she thinks that Croy is the one that's leaking stuff to the press. I don't know. I think they both have. Remember those great pictures of them going to church one Sunday, the great pictures of the family. Um, somebody messaged me. Somebody messaged me at the time that they go to her church and that they had seen that the pictures were set up and that the rumor around town was that she had called. She said, there is no, it's like Alpharetta, Georgia. It's not like a big town, like a big city. It's not like the, it's not like the Paps or the TMZ are there all the time. So the fact that they knew which church they go to, where they were going to eat, I, I mean, it was a stretch, right? I like to believe the best in people, but it does sound like she was, or PR, whatever, was putting out positive pictures, which I understand of her and the family. But I just think, you know, if you're going to put out positive pictures, why can't he put out negative stories of y'all's divorce? I mean, who knows? Seems like a mess. I used to think they could be getting back, but I don't think they're getting back anytime soon. Um, We already talked about Smothered. I'm obsessed with this mother and daughter that are into the pageants and the mom named Catherine has two other daughters that I don't know, like the storyline is almost like they treat her like the, the wicked stepsisters or something. She's like, Oh, Gabriella is everything. My mom talks to her all day long. She puts all of her time and energy into her. And I'm like, you've got two other daughters. Like, I don't know. Her daughter's like 23. And they take, you know, baths together, not real baths, but, you know, bathing suits with um, not cucumber, celery juice. Uh, she really wants to win this Connecticut or whatever it is pageant that her mom didn't win after like seven or eight tries when she was a youngster. Oh, my gosh. It's it's a lot. That show smothered is a lot is a lot. OK, let's see what y'all are talking about. Um. Oh, Tori says, did you see, so somebody did send me, a couple of y'all have sent me that since last week, Heather McDonald on Off the Vine podcast. She was talking about the Jeff Lewis drama and actually named him on it. Um, yeah. Yep. I did. Too. Blair Witch Product. Yes. Thank you, Cheryl. That's exactly the movie we saw. That's exactly the movie we saw um, on our first date. Anyways. Yes. 
Um, oh my gosh. Oh, you're working. Yes. That was our first date movie. Yeah. A long time ago. A long time ago. Um, okay, let's get into today's Jeff Lewis Live. Fortune Feimster, who hadn't been on for a while. She's busy driving her brand new Range Rover, not getting a lot of miles on it. She really works a lot. Like I saw her, I flew from Houston to um LA and then we rented a house or a condo, beautiful place in uh Newport with some other Jeff Lewis fans and friends. And uh we saw her, and I think the guy open for her was what's his name? The guy that recently got slammed for hosting the Emmys, the Academy Awards, one of those things, not the Grammys, the guy that said all his jokes were bad because of the writers and he got cream. I'm pretty positive. He's the one that opened for her. Uh, anyways, she was really good. She did start on time, unlike Madonna. So, um, you know, she was really funny, uh, but it was at the Irvine Improv. So I think she's now, when he was talking about her coming in early March, she's going somewhere different. So probably bigger. Not that Irvine wasn't huge because it was a huge arena or venue, but she's probably going even bigger because she's gotten even bigger. Joe Coy, that was his name. You're right. Thank y'all, everyone. Um, but they talk about, you know, we know that, um, and they even talk about it. They were still talking about the weather. I know it's still bad. The flooding, the mudslides, everything in the LA area. So it is uh, dangerous for everyone to drive in, but she, because her car was totaled and she hasn't bought this new car that she wants yet, she's driving Ben's Honda Civic, which I, I mean, it's got to be such a low car, right? Most of those cars are very low. And of course, Jeff calls it one step up from a go-kart, but it's true. I mean, at some point, I don't know when this, whatever the new car is she wants, it's very sexy, very cool. I don't think it's available yet. So that's why she can't buy it yet. It's not even there yet. Um, Jim Thompson was in the studio. I'm not sure why. Uh, he was definitely listening. He was on video. Well, I assume we assume he'll be on video. Maybe he won't be. Maybe they put it where a camera won't be on him, but we definitely heard his voice. He was definitely talking off camera about how Jeff can't be accepting these gift cards that he gets because I guess that makes those pe like chilies or what's the other one he got for this um, for Monica's karaoke party, uh, El Pollo Loco, that's going to sponsor it. I guess they're saying if they do that, they mention their name so much. Think about how many of y'all DM me saying, I'm going to Chili's because Jeff has mentioned it. I even went to Chili. Well, we probably would end up there anyways, but we even went to Chili's once uh, since Jeff was all talking about it. I know Amy Phillips was getting Chili's merch and posting about it for a while. Seems like there was someone else like Tinks or someone, but I can't remember now. Um, felt like it was someone else though. Anyways, but you know, even Fortune talked about like she would get a free coffee. You know, she always, when she travels, she all what to whatever city she asks her fans, her listeners, her Instagram followers, hey, tell me the great coffee places that I can't miss, the great places I need to go. So if that place would give her a free coffee, she would give it a shout out. And she's like, I'm rich. I'm famous. Like I'm giving a shout out for basically a $5 free coffee. Like I need to stop doing that because I'm you know, worth more than that. So I guess that's basically what Sirius XM is saying is we've got a contract with you and it's very different than our contract with 
with Fortune Feimster, who I think does like a two-hour show on, uh, not Radio Andy, on Sirius XM. I think like five days. How does she do that? She travels so much. Unless she does it Monday through Friday or maybe Monday through Thursday and then does weekends for all of her shows. I don't know. Um, but she was definitely on time. So if you book a, a Fortune Feimster show, know that she'll start on time. So they did talk about all the jabbing recently where Jeff was basically telling Zach Noe Towers, you need to be opening for Fortune Feimster. He has, I mean, that's how I learned of, of Zach Noe Towers was through him coming on Jeff Lewis. Um, from then, when he came to Houston, we got a group of six of us together. We went to dinner. We went and saw him. We met him after the show and took a picture with him told him how great he was that, you know, we're chumps and such. Um, he is coming back to Houston. I looked it up March 1st. It's actually in Sugarland, which is right outside at a great, huge venue. So my husband and I love seeing comedians. We saw Jim Gaffigan, who is a, he's kind of like fortune. I mean, just, he's not nasty. He's not cussy. He's not sexual, you know, He's a dad, father of five. They live in New York City with his wife, who's like a writer with him. And that concert was delayed due to COVID. And we saw it in like 2021. So I remember we had to wear masks. Uh, but it's a huge, really nice venue called, um, oh, shoot, what's it called? Smart Financial Center. That's what it's called, Smart Financial Center. So that's huge. That's way bigger than Houston Improv, which is the place that we saw Zach Noe Towers, but it's also where the March 13th opening show of Vicky, uh, yes, of Vicky, keep, Vicky and Shannon and Doug Buden are going to be there for. Yeah. Yes. Kathy says, Zach is hilarious and one just has to have a thick skin with Jeff, but Zach can give it right back to Jeff and it's not drama, just funny. By the way, if you have not listened to the Zach Noe Towers interview. What is it called? Shoot. I don't even know how you find it. Somebody actually told me it's not available on the app. I'm like, that is the absolute. He's a really good interviewer. He really is. Uh, but it's really good with him and Jeff. I mean, Jeff got very personal, very personal about his sex life. It was crazy. Oh, thank you, sweet life. Um, please don't forget to click the like button. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, what else? They talk a lot about jury duty, getting out of jury duty. Clearly, Judge Lauren Lake is on the after show. Uh, she is a judge. She is an attorney. She is not going to stand for Jeff talking about getting out of jury duty. But I sort of understand. I mean, if you don't want to be there, that's probably not the person that anybody wants. So Jeff is trying to like be efficient and save everyone the time and just saying, hey, I don't want to be there. So don't even... Don't even pick me for jury duty. I'm just going to ignore this, what have you. Um, Megan is 106 days sober still. And she's everything sober. Like she's not doing pot. What else did he mention? Mushrooms. Uh, I don't know what all he mentioned, but he mentioned pretty much everything. She said, no, she's 106 days sober from everything. The only thing she's had a little bit of is those THC. Maybe it's maybe it's Tamara's drink. Is it Tamara the one that has the... um? CBD, THC, whatever those drinks are, where it has like a little bit of, I don't want to say pot. I don't know what the word is. After, thank you, Tiffany Chump. After Hours with Zach Noe Towers. I think it's a podcast. 
I also think it's available on the Sirius XM app, though. He's a really good interviewer. I mean, really good, really good interviewer. Um, Melanie says, don't get me started on jury duty. It's such a serious service. We need good people to do the right thing and serve. I do agree with you, but I do agree. Um, when I, oh, Robin loves jury duty. Are you for real? Wow. I don't really hear that from most people saying that. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I know I got out of it one time because, uh, I didn't have, my mom couldn't watch my kids and they were under five. So you don't, the thing is, ours is really far away. I say really far. It's a 45 minute drive, maybe 50, 55 minute drive where I had to go to the court. And I did go once. I know I've been once. I was dismissed pretty soon. They didn't even have enough cases. So we sat there. We didn't even get pulled. Like, I think they, I want to say they, depending on the case that they pick like 13 people or 10 or what have you, I never even got pulled from the little rows from just sitting there and then eventually got sent home. But yeah, they do pay like in Texas, maybe $7.50. It barely covers your parking. It certainly doesn't cover your gas to drive that far down there or your time. And I know people do get off of work for jury duty, but there's a lot of people that have jobs that don't get paid time off. So they are actually losing money. So I don't know. I, I, I do, I do respect that it is the right thing to do our civil duty and all of that. But, uh, I do like how Jameson is handling it where he's been able to delay it and even pick a time of year that might be better for him. So if you've got a career that a, a Tuesday is better than a Friday or May is better than October, at least you can kind of make it work better for you. Right. Does that make sense? Um, Wait, who is that? Somebody who take cares. Darla says he takes care of his 91-year-old dad. His dad is always asking, where are my keys? And he no longer drives. I'm not sure who y'all are talking about. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh-oh, KJ had a bad experience with defense attorneys. Had a bad experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's bad experiences with everyone. Ooh, I have no idea. Do you know how to become a mock juror for attorney offices? I don't know. I know lots of people in those fields, so I can ask them for sure. Uh, we can get out of trips to work and we get paid. Oh, Robin. So you as a flight attendant, you get out of working. Okay, said so that. Oh, so you get paid from the airline. So see, so that probably helps you have a more positive uh, opinion of being on a jury duty, right? For sure. Um, what else? Okay. So Jeff Lewis extended was judge Lauren Lake and Justin Martindale. They haven't, they've either never been put together or they haven't been put together in a while because even Justin and judge Lauren Lake said they hadn't seen each other since around the new year when it's already, you know, February 6th. So, uh, I did not understand if y'all have teenagers or if you're a teacher, if you're in the teen world, if you're a mom, a dad, are your kids saying pause? Mine are not. And I thought when Judge Lauren Lake said it, I thought what Justin meant was it was like, she was like saying, stop, mom, like, stop it, mom. And he was like, and he grew up in San Antonio. So you just a few hours from me in Texas. And he was like, if I ever told my mom that she'd have been like, get up to your room, like get out of my face. You were not going to back talk me like that. So I thought that's what pause meant also. 
So I think her son, is it CJ? I think he's around 12, maybe 13 now. Can't remember. Uh, But for him saying pause, she thinks it means like it's a sexual thing. That is the last thing a kid wants their mom talking about. So if that's what it, I'm going to find out today, I'm going to ask my kids definitely what it means for sure. Um, one thing I was shocked about, tell me. So I think Judge Lauren Lake today said that she's 53 or 54. She's somewhere in that age range. So think about that age range. Think about Michigan where it's crazy winter for months on end. All girls Catholic school, she was required to learn how to swim, to learn how to float, to learn how to dive, to graduate from an all girls high school, a Catholic high school. I have never in my life heard of that. That sounds so rich. That sounds so, but even I would think that would be more of a Florida thing, somewhere where there's pools on every other house. It would be a safety thing. I just don't think of it being outside of Detroit, Michigan, where it's a lot of winter, a lot of year round. I know because I watch all of these house hunters, house hunters international. I was just watching where they, what was the state? Oh, crap. maybe it was Canada. Maybe it was Canada, this cabin they were watching. I'm obsessed with uh, house hunters international. I'm obsessed with the cabin uh, new series where they're trying to find a cabin and when they want a, a pool, because I'm like, even in South Texas, it is hot. I mean, nine to 10 months out of the year. I mean, really hot. I still put my heater on the pool. Still, even in like July, if it's if it's 90 degrees, I want it warmer. So I cannot stand a cold pool. So I can imagine up in Detroit, Michigan, the pools are got it. So was it an indoor? Oh, no, she, I don't even think it was an indoor pool. Well, she didn't say either way, but she said it was a cold pool for sure. But St. Shane cannot technically swim. So when Jeff gets this text on the extended show from his friendly yacht saying that she's rented this yacht for four hours for their upcoming Cabo trip, Shane was like, do I have to wear a life jacket? And Jeff was like, yeah, like, I don't want to be worried about you. I would almost think, now I've seen a lot of yachts. I can't say that without thinking of uh, Luann, right? We got the yacht. We got the yacht. Uh, but I wonder if you're in the interior, like I wonder what the rules are. Like I think with boating, sometimes you have to have either maybe 12 years and under have to have one on a life jacket or everyone on a boat definitely has to have a life jacket. So if something goes awry, you need, they need to have enough life jackets for you. Like I think you can get a ticket for that. But it's been so long. My my parent, my dad had a boat growing up, but I didn't know all the rules. Uh, that's interesting. Tiffany says we were required to swim here in the Bay Area, but my school was brand new when I started high school. So that was also so we had swim in our high school as an you know like polo, water polo, and swim and all that. But uh, it was not a requirement for us to swim. I took swim lessons at the local YMCA. I totally remember doing that for sure. Um, oh, so oh, wait. Okay. Is this other people had this? ALW swim class was torture when we already knew how to swim because we all had pools. So you also went to a high school where it was required to go to swim class. That's fascinating to me. 
Okay, so Nick James, it lives in Puerto Rico, says there has to be one for every person on a boat, right? But I don't think you have to wear it. I think only if if needed, you have to wear it, right? Oh my God, I love that. Rebecca says kids in Berlin have swim in third grade and have to be able to get to a certain swim ability. I mean, I'm not opposed to it at all. I just have never heard of that. I'm trying to think of like, what was a requirement for us? Nothing besides PE, music, art, and then all your academics. Like, I can't think of anything else that we had to do. And I'm 50 years old, so I'm in the same age range as um, as him, as, as Judge Lauren Lake. Okay, what did you think of Jeff telling this story? Because I've had a similar situation, but not exactly. So he learned over the weekend that there was a contractor at his house, at the new house that he's uh, trying to get into so he and you know his daughter can live there but the contractor brought his wife and four kids i'm assuming young kids but i don't know to jeff's house but there's an empty pool so i mean that means if they fall into the pool and it's deep they're hurt i mean whether they can swim or not if you fall into a concreted pool you're hurt um but also the liability of getting hurt on anything. I'm sure Jeff has whatever those insurance things are called, where if somebody gets hurt on your property and they can sue you, but we've had the same lawn crew, you know, for 18 years that we've been in this house. And, but there's another guy that I've hired for like flowers and stuff because somebody else recommended him. He needed the work. Our guys really do more maintenance, weekly mowing, They'll put out mulch for us. They'll trim trees. But I have a different guy that trims the trees, the oak trees, and a different guy that puts out our seasonal flowers. He has two little girls and he brings the wife. The wife uh, works with him also. And the two little girls always sit in the truck with their iPads. And so I bring them drinks. I bring them snacks and stuff because sometimes, well, I always do it in March. So it's not crazy hot here in March. Uh, I always do it for my birthday to get fresh flowers in the front and backyard. And, um, one time they were out in the backyard playing and we do have a pool. And so I just made sure to go out there with them and be there just so, you know, nothing happened because the mom and dad were working. And I thought, you know what, every time they've come, they've left him in this red truck with the windows open, but I understood Jeff and Jeff was saying he got mad. So you know, you clearly don't want someone getting hurt, but also, I don't know, was the wife working? Was she watching the kids? Were they going somewhere right afterwards? Like, what were the reasons he felt like he needed to bring the whole family there? I don't know. That was interesting. Um, I've got a lot of time left. Yeah, Maybu says, not really appropriate. And, and if they're young, and if the wife is working with the husband. What did he say? He said which contractor he was. What did he say he was? Somebody help me out. Uh, Maybe says it's not really appropriate bringing the kids to a house being refurbished. They will get bored. But also even like Judge Lauren Lake said, they are not living in this house yet. So everything hasn't been looked into. So there could be on the slide, there could be screws that are up. There could be parts that are loose. There could be nails. There could be there could be really stuff like that. So um, he said, what kind of contract? The stucco guy. You're right. So maybe the mom, maybe the wife was working. This is going to drive me nuts. I've got, 
my lipstick was driving me nuts. <laughs> Look how much I wiped off. When I tell y'all I'm getting dressed like two minutes before I go live most days, it's true. It was crazy. Stucco. Yeah, definitely safety issues. <gasps> Darla, at two years old, my son fell in my dad's pool and sank to the bottom. The next day I signed him up for swim. It can happen so fast. And you hear of it happening at parties. So, um, you know, I've told y'all that I was a Girl Scout uh, co-mom. At one point, one of our troops was so big, we had four co-moms. Anyways, if we had parties, we hired somebody to uh, to watch the kids. We hired a lifeguard because, you know, the moms are just busy. They're talking. They go they go tend to their kid. They think they're, they're watching. And there's something that's so, I mean, any drowning or any water safety issue is horrific, but silent drowning, you know, you think they're going to splash and kick and scream and help. No, the worst y'all is this silent drowning. They go under and you don't hear anything. There's no kicking and screaming. So if you've got one of those more modern dark pools where it's this, you know, really dark um, pebble tech or what have you. Uh, you can't even see when a kid goes, or if there's 13 kids in the pool and you don't see a kid, I mean, oh, yeah. Let's think about, let's talk about happier things because that's really sad for sure. Um, and never bring your dog. Yeah. Yeah. Marielle says, don't bring your dog. So dangerous. Anything can fall on them. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, well, I thought I was going prom dress. Hello, Charlotte. I thought I was going prom dress shopping again today, but we can't get it in today. So we're going to have to go another day. But y'all wish me luck that we find the perfect prom dress. I think she knows what she wants. She wants this red one that's so pretty. Uh, it's a matter of finding it. You can't just order straight from the site. You have to order. It's a, oh, what brand is it? Some brand that's real popular. Um, but you can't order straight from them at all. Thank you. I look gorgeous in that shade of pink. Thank you so much. Um, I do like pink, but like I said, I'm going to a Galentine's tonight. So it was the only, I, I own pink, but I don't own anything red. So nothing at all red. Yeah. Maybe says I would definitely panic. I'm no good in situations like that. I would want to run for sure. I mean, gosh, when my kids were little, if Brian wasn't outside watching them with us and they skinned their knee or skinned their toe, oh my God, I would run them inside and I'd be like, fix them up because I, I can't watch the, the antibiotic go on, the cleaning of it, the Band-Aid on it, the tears. Oh, it just tears me up. I always say I'm not good in those situations. I'm, I'm not good in those situations. Uh, oh no, LTD. Their workers wanted kids to play on the pool set because she's going to outgrow it before they move in. Um, thank you, Miguel. Sending you love from Arizona. Thank you so much. Um, oh, Tiffany Chump is going to Galentine's tonight too. What is y'all? Do you have a theme? Tell me all about it. Pink works for Galentine's too. And, and they didn't say we had, to, but I know my friend, I know they'll totally dress up. All of them will. So, um, yes, I've heard of that, Robin. It's called, my friend became an instructor for it. It was very expensive. 
Robin says her kids were put in infant swim resources. This is where they learned how to float on their back at two and a half and six months. I've heard of that. It's fascinating that kids will naturally float and just calm down. Like even if they, they'll do these tests with them where they push them in the pool, just like an accident would happen or, you know, they, 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 they oh, it's crazy, but it's fascinating how young babies can learn how to swim or at least float and keep their head above water until an adult can get them. So for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, Lori says, I don't blame Jeff at all. Not only the liability, but can you imagine? Also, Jeff wants those guys working 100% of the time. If you've got your wife and four kids there, I mean, that's a distraction no matter what, right? Um, can you imagine? And he needs his house done so he can move in. But can you imagine how we would feel if something happened to a child? It would eat him up. Yeah. But I love that George Judge Lauren Lake actually gave him really good advice and was like, look, now that you know, now that this has happened, you know, it's a reality. Now you've got to literally talk to each employee, each contractor and say, you know, but unless there's pre-approval or extenuating circumstance you ask me about beforehand, no one else can come on the job site, especially not a wife and four kids. Because I'm assuming there were young kids. Clearly, he didn't say there were 25 and 28. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. Aw, empathetic Amy. I wish I had enough friends to get invited to what sounds like a fun time. Put out in a Facebook group. I know, trust me, I know more than anyone. We all know that as we get older, I feel like it's even harder to make friends, right? Um, you know, you have your mom friends, you have your high school friends, you have your work friends, the neighborhood friends, uh, church friends, you know, things like that. But, uh, you know, we all get busy. So it's really hard to make each other a priority. So, uh, but put out to put out to maybe host something yourself. And maybe there's, trust me, there's always people that want to, there's always women, especially, I mean, I'm just a woman that want to meet other people. So yeah. Oh, that's really empathetic. In the South, I lost so many friends after my ADD diagnosis. Well, that makes me sad. You would think a diagnosis, I, I'm assuming you got on medicine to help. And I don't know. Sorry about that. I have zero friends. You have us. We can hang out every weekday at three o'clock Eastern. Um, oh, I don't know. When's your next New York trip, Sarah? I have no reason to go to New York anytime soon. Um, I've traveled enough and trust me, whew, that LA trip about did me in. It was so fun. I had so many good memories, but um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Tiffany Chump. We're all friends. Um, well, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining live. It is way more fun. If you're on the replay, please like, please hit the thumbs up. Please make a comment. Even if you just say where you're from, whatever, it all helps uh, other reality TV and Jeff Lewis people to find us. Make sure you're following me on all social media under Sarah from Texas and join the Sarah from Texas Facebook group. That speaking of friends, that is the best way. So I've already got an event underneath there. So if you go to Sarah from Texas and click join, um, there's an, there's events, 
I don't even know what all the other tabs are, but there's events and there's already one up there for anyone in the Houston area to buy their own ticket and join us for the March 13th, uh, Doug Buden, Vicki Gumbelson, Shannon Bedore live event at, and we'll probably go to dinner beforehand, but it is, it's such an easier way to be like, Hey, I live in Boca. Does anyone want to have dinner? Does anyone want to go to this live event with me? So the Facebook group is where it's at as far as meeting people. And it's obviously a great place to chat reality TV, Jeff Lewis, and hopefully little to no drama in rudeness. It is not for that. I know a week or two, there was some unusual activity going on and uh, we are all back to normal, we hope. So um, there's lots of other Jeff Lewis Facebook groups if you want cruelty. Or go to Reddit. I heard there's a lot of good stuff going over there with craziness. So anyways, um, how am I just now finding you? I don't know. Vicki and Tamara are definitely in a huge fight right now. There's a lot of that going on for sure. Anyways, bye Chumpette. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining. And if you want to listen as a podcast or if you are listening as a podcast, thank you so much. It's available everywhere you get your podcast. The video is on Spotify for free. It's free everywhere, obviously. But please take the time to scroll down and give me a five-star rating. I would really appreciate it. Bye.